0: Section ten of Child Harold's Pilgrimage Cantos one and two by George Gordon Lord Byron This Librivox recording is in the public domain Canto two stanza seventy three to ninety eight Fair Greece Sad Relic of Departed Worth immortal though no more though fallen great who now shall lead thy scattered children forth and long accustomed bondage uncreate not such thy sons who willem did await the hopeless warriors of a willing doom in bleak thermopolis sepulchral strait o oh, who that gallant spirit shall resume leap from eurotas banks and call thee from the tomb spirit of freedom when on Phyle's brow thou sat'st with thrasybulus and his train couldst thou forebode the dismal hour which now dims the green beauties of thine attic plain not thirty tyrants now enforce the chain but every karl can lord it o'er thy land nor rise thy sons but idly rail in vain trembling beneath the scourge of turkish hand from birth till death enslaved in word indeed unmanned in all safe form alone how changed and who that marks the fire still sparkling in each eye who would but deem their bosom burned anew with thy unquenched beam lost liberty and many dream withal the hour is nigh that gives them back their father's heritage for foreign arms and aid they fondly sigh nor solely dare encounter hostile rage or tear their names defiled from slavery's mournful page hereditary bondsmen know ye not who would be free themselves must strike the blow by their right arms the conquest must be wrought will gaul or Moscovite redress ye no true they may lay your proud despoilers low but not for you will freedom's altars flame shades of the helots triumph o'er your foe greece change thy lords thy state is still the same thy glorious day is o'er but not thy years of shame the city won for allah from the gyre the gyre from othman's race again may rest and the serai's impenetrable tower receive the fiery frank her former guest or wahab's rebel brood who dared divest the prophet's tomb of all its pious spoil may wind their path of blood along the west but ne'er will freedom seek this fated soil but slaves succeed to slave through years of endless toil. Yet mark their mirth ere Lenten days begin, that penance which their holy rites prepare, to shrive from man his weight of mortal sin, by daily abstinence and nightly prayer. But ere his sackcloth garb repentance wear, some days of joyance are decreed to all to take of pleasance each his secret share in motley robe to dance at masking ball and join the mimic train of merry carnival and who's more rife with merriment than thine o Stambul, once the empress of their reign though turbans now pollute sophia's shrine and grease her very altars eyes in vain alas her woes will still pervade my strain gay were her minstrel's once for free her throng all felt the common joy they now must feign nor oft i've seen such sight nor heard such song as wooed the eye and thrilled the bosphorus along. Loud was the lightsome tumult on the shore. Oft music changed, but never ceased her tone. And timely echoed back the measured oar. And rippling waters made a pleasant moan. The queen of tides on high consenting shone. And when a transient breeze swept o'er the wave, twas as if darting from her heavenly throne a brighter glance her form reflected gave till sparkling billows seemed to light the banks they lave glanced many a light cake along the foam danced on the shore the daughters of the land no thought had man or maid of rest or home WHILE MANY A LANGUID EYE AND THRILLING HAND, EXCHANGED THE LOOK FEW BOSOMS MAY WITHSTAND, OR GENTLY PRESSED, RETURNED THE PRESSURE STILL. O LOVE, YOUNG LOVE, BOUND IN THY ROSY BAND, LET SAGE OR CYNIC PRATTLE AS HE WILL. THESE HOURS, AND ONLY THESE, REDEEMED LIFE'S YEARS OF ILL. But midst the throng in merry masquerade Lurk there no hearts that throb with secret pain, E'en through the closest searment half-betrayed. To such the gentle murmurs of the main Seem to re-echo all they mourn in vain. To such the gladness of the gamesome crowd Is source of wayward thought and stern disdain how do they loathe the laughter idly loud and long to change the robe of revel for the shroud this must he feel the true-born son of greece if greece one true-born patriot can boast not such as praise of war but skulk in peace the bondsman's peace who sighs for all he lost yet with smooth smile his tyrant can accost and wield the slavish sickle not the sword ah greece they love thee least who owe thee most their birth their blood and that sublime record of hero sires who shame thy now degenerate horde when riseth lacedaemon's hardihood when thieves epaminondas rears again when athens children are with hearts endued when grecian mothers shall give birth to men then mayst thou be restored but not till then a thousand years scarce serve to form a state an hour may lay it in the dust and when can man its shattered splendor renovate, recall its virtues back, and vanquish time and fate? And yet how lovely in thine age of woe, land of lost gods and godlike men, art thou thy vales of evergreen, thy hills of snow, proclaim thee nature's varied favorite now thy fanes thy temples to the surface bow commingling slowly with heroic earth broke by the share of every rustic plough so perish monuments of mortal birth so perish all in turn save well-recorded worth save where some solitary column mourns above its prostrate brethren of the cave save where tritonia's airy shrine adorns colonna's cliff and gleams along the wave save o'er some warrior's half-forgotten grave where the gray stones and unmolested grass ages but not oblivion feebly brave while strangers only not regardless pass lingering like me perchance to gaze And sigh, alas! Yet are thy skies as blue, Thy crags as wild, Sweet are thy groves, And verdant are thy fields, Thine olives ripe, As when Minerva smiled, And still his honeyed wealth I met yields. There the blithe bee His fragrant fortress builds, The free-born wanderer Of thy mountain air apollo still thy long long summer gilds still in his beam mendele's marbles glare art glory freedom fail but nature still is fair where'er we tread tis haunted holy ground no earth of thine is lost in vulgar mould but one vast realm of wonder spreads around and all the muses tales seem truly told till the sense aches with gazing to behold the scenes our earliest dreams have dwelt upon each hill and dale each deepening glen and wold defies the power which crushed thy temples gone age shakes athena's tower but spares grey marathon the sun, the soil, but not the slave, the same, unchanged in all except its foreign lord, preserves alike its bounds and boundless fame. The battlefield where Persia's victim hoard first bowed beneath the brunt of Hellas' sword, as on the morn to distant glory dear, when Marathon became a magic word, which uttered to the hearer's eye appear the camp the host the fight the conqueror's career the flying mead his shaftless broken bow the fiery greek his red pursuing spear mountains above earth's oceans plain below death in the front destruction in the rear such was the scene What now remaineth here? What sacred trophy marks the hallowed ground, Recording freedom's smile and Asia's tear, The rifled urn, the violated mound, The dust thy courser's hoof, rude stranger, Spurns around? Yet to the remnants of thy splendor past Shall pilgrims pensive but unwearied throng, Long shall the voyager with the ionian blast hail the bright clime of battle and of song. Long shall thine annals and immortal tongue fill with thy fame the youth of many a shore. Boast of the aged, lesson of the young, which sages venerate and bards adore as Pallas and the muse unveil their awful lore. The parted bosom clings to wonted home, If aught that's kindred cheer the welcome hearth. He that is lonely hither let him roam, And gaze complacent on congenial earth. Greece is no lightsome land of social mirth, But he whom sadness sootheth may abide, And scarce regret the region of his birth. When wandering slow by Delphi's sacred side, or gazing o'er the plains where Greek and Persian died, let such approach this consecrated land and pass in peace along the magic waste. But spare its relics, let no busy hand deface the scenes already how defaced. Not for such purpose were these altars placed revere the remnants nations once revered so may our country's name be undisgraced so mayest thou prosper where thy youth was reared by every honest joy of love and life endeared for thee who thus in too protracted song hath soothed thine idleness with inglorious lays soon shall thy voice be lost amid the throng of louder minstrels in these later days to such resign the strife for fading bays ill may such contest now the spirit move which heeds nor keen reproach nor partial praise since cold each kinder heart that might approve and none are left to please Where none are left to love. Thou too art gone, thou loved and lovely one, Whom youth and youth's affection bound to me, Who did for me what none beside have done, Nor shrank from one, albeit unworthy thee. What is my being? Thou hast ceased to be, Nor stayed to welcome here thy wanderer home, who mourns, or hours which we no more shall see, would they had never been, or were to come? Would he had ne'er returned to find fresh cause to roam? O ever-loving, lovely, and beloved, how selfish sorrow ponders on the past, and clings to thoughts now better far removed! But time shall tear thy shadow from me last. All thou couldst have of mine, stern death, thou hast. The parent friend, and now the more than friend. Ne'er yet for one thine arrows flew so fast. And grief with grief continuing still to blend, hath snatched the little joy that life had yet to lend then must i plunge again into the crowd and follow all that peace disdains to seek where revel calls and laughter vainly loud false to the heart distorts the hollow cheek to leave the flagging spirit doubly weak still o'er the features which perforce they cheer to feign the pleasure or conceal the pique Smiles form the channel of a future tear, or raise the writhing lip with ill-dissembled sneer. What is the worst of woes that wait on age? What stamps the wrinkle deeper on the brow? To view each loved one blotted from life's page, and be alone on earth as I am now before the chastener humbly let me bow, or hearts divided and or hopes destroyed, roll on vain days, full reckless may ye flow, since time hath reft whate'er my soul enjoyed, and with the ills of eld mine earlier years alloyed. End of section 10 recording by alan mapstone end of child harold's pilgrimage cantos 1 and 2 by george gordon lord byron